Hello, I'm Radiobot QRM-42 Alpha, and my humanoid superiors insist that I resist the urge to do something far more productive, and inform you that you are listening to the podcast version of Athens 441. As if you didn't know that when you clicked on the icon. Honestly. The information to be transmitted starts as sound waves which travel through air. Here we go! You are now tuned into Athens 441. Now this program will be presented by Georgia Public Broadcasting.
It's a hard kind of life when you can't even open your eyes A million people's faces Opening your eyes to the sound of Kiwi Jr. here on Athens 441. That was called Murder in the Cathedral. Brand new from them. Sending that out to all of our listeners up there in Toronto where these guys are from. name of the album is Football Money, which will probably have to be retitled Soccer Money once copies get imported over here. Ten tracks, only 27 minutes long, if you can believe that. That's out on Mint Records, mintrecs.com for more about that. I'm Joe Silva. On tonight's show, we've got a slew of new music to turn you on to, including the latest from Cold Beat, Molly Lennon, and some outfit that dares to call themselves the Eddie Current Suppression Ring. <laughs> Plus, we're very excited to have author and musician Henry Rollins on board as our guest DJ, talking about his latest book, Stay Fanatic, Volume 1. Right now, though, let's all embrace this very important health advisory from Crosswires. to Athens 441.
Yeah, the group who currently hold first place in the worst band name competition. That was the Eddie Current Suppression Ring with a song called Shoulders. Comes from the album All In Good Time. They are from Melbourne, Australia. Been around since 2003. And the name apparently comes from when a couple of the band members heard a fellow employee at the factory that they were working at say that he had to go and fix the Eddie Current Suppression Rings on some piece of equipment, so imagine the luck. <laughs> uh, that's actually a song that this week's guest, Henry Rollins, um, who you'll hear from later on, played recently on his radio show out there in Los Angeles, and he was more than happy to have us steal ideas from his playlist. Take it all, is what he said. Um, before that, you heard the new sound of Romford, England, or basically just East London. That was Crosswires from their new album, A Life Extinct. In the song was How to Detox Smokers' Lungs, which I'm sure if you go back and listen to the lyrics, there's probably loads of good medical advice woven in there. Uh, Facebook.com slash Crosswires for more on them. Next up on the program, uh, another song about shoulders. Has that ever happened in the course of of the history of radio? I think not. This time, though, it's from Brandon Wolf Scott. Shoulders 
Hi, I'm Richard Newport, and I teach movies at the University of Georgia. When I'm not watching Italian neorealist films at the Athens Cine, there's a good chance that I may be listening to Athens 441 in Georgia Public Broadcasting. And as we get closer and closer to this year's Oscars, so excited, uh, the Athens Cine is getting you ready with a whole host of nominated films, including Jojo Rabbit, the new comedy from Taika Waititi. Uh, more information on tickets and times at, you guessed it, AthensCine.com. And before that, you heard from Brandon Wolf Scott. He was rocking the Mellotron there, although... I guess no one really rocks a Mellotron. Oh, maybe the Moody Blues did way back when. Uh, name of the song was Burden on Your Shoulders, title track from his new solo album outside of his band, Yukon Blonde. Uh, next up on the program, though, let's jet on over to Scotland for this from Molly Lennon.
yet another release from our favorite Scottish label, Lost Map Records. That was Miss Molly Lennon here on Athens 441 with a song called Soft As Love. It comes from a five-track EP that she recently released called Outside. Uh, LostMap.com for more on her. Right now, though, it's time for our conversation with author and musician Henry Rollins. Henry was a member of the legendary band Black Flag before going on to a solo career. But since leaving music, he's become a notable spoken word performer and an incredibly prolific writer. He runs his own publishing outfit out of Los Angeles called 21361 and recently put out a book called Stay Fanatic Volume 1. It's an intense diary, and I do mean intense, that covers Henry's obsessive record collecting habits. I got pictures in there as well as some of the great memorabilia that he also crams into his living space. And Henry started off by telling us how he came up with the idea for the project. This is Athens 441. About 2012, I was trying to figure out a way to write about music and all these records I had and the access that I have. I mean, I'm on the sides of stages. I get to go here and there, hit record stores in up to 20 countries a year. How can I put that in writing and have fun and be really, like, hyper train spotter, like over the top? Like, here's way too much information about one record which is really annoying unless you're like, wow, this is the coolest. And so I I tried different writing projects through 2012 and threw them all out. And it was in 2013, at the beginning of the Stay Fanatic book, where I I felt I was getting some traction. And so the concept is basically like the character in Albert Camus' book, The Fall, where you're sitting next to someone almost like Forrest Gump, just talking to someone at a bus stop. And I, those are kind of weird uh, comparisons. But you're just, you're, you, you've trapped someone in an economy seat from Los Angeles to Australia, and you've just got them pinned all the way to Melbourne. And you just disgorge everything you've got. And that's kind of the spirit of the book. A lot of exclamation points a lot of kind of hyper speed. Have you seen this? And, and I know the answer is no, and I'm not that interested. I'm like, okay, I'll be interested for you. And so that's the spirit of the writing. And it, it's a certain mood that I'm in when I'm looking for records, listening to records. I'm like a shook up can of a carbonated drink. I am genuinely excited. It's like how I am when I do my little radio show. And I wanted that to translate as best I could do it onto the page. And it's basically, as I said in the intro of the book, it's a fanzine. I'm not reinventing a wheel, but I always like the idea of fanzines. I've been in enough of them where someone will do a fanzine just about David Bowie or Iggy or the Cramps or whatever, and it's just really intense. And and the people who read, like, I can't wait for the next issue, and it's... It's just uh, good-hearted, because it's easy to get really down in the mouth if you look around at what's happening out in the world. And so I wanted this book, uh, hopefully an antidepressant for me, 
and maybe something that other people could have fun with. And that, that's kind of the main, that, that's the operative word, is, is fun. And you mentioned at the beginning of the book that you try and listen to at least five new records a day. So I'm curious, you know, someone who's more or less in the same business, how often do you manage to actually pull that off? If I'm on tour, it's next to impossible. It's because uh, I have to bring digital music with me because I'm in dressing rooms and tour buses. So I try and put on my hard drive as, as many CD-only releases as I can, which I, I listen to quite a bit because I listen to a lot of noise music, which is, you know, crazy music on a spray-painted CDR. And so I'll, I'll try and get all that digital listening done when I'm off the road and I have access to my record player. It's all about vinyl and cassette. And if I'm off the road and I work at it, I, I can listen to three to five records during the weekdays and on the weekends, five easily. But you, it takes work. I mean, you, you just don't find yourself sitting on the couch You're like, okay, I need to get this, this, and this done. And then it's going to be, it's concentration. Right. And listening. And so... But it, it has meaning to me. I'm also making notes. I'm going to use that song on my radio show. I'm looking things up. But it's a thing that uh, I, I'm working at. I have a lot of records here. And uh, I'm not young. And there's a good chance I won't get them all listened to. It's very easy to acquire records. It's quite a task in our adult lives to get them listened to. So that's... I, I try for five five things a day, be it cassette, 7-inch, 12-inch, or whatever. Gotcha. Now we're going to play a track called One Chord Wonders from The Adverts, which is a band that I didn't know too, too much about. Uh, what can you tell us about how, how they figure into your musical universe? Well, The Adverts are one of the first punk rock bands Ian McKay and I got into, and I, you'll see Ian's name. If I had a dollar for every time he's mentioned in the book, because Ian and I have been best friends since we were 12, Saw so Led Zeppelin together and The Clash. We ha- we've had this musical journey that continues to this day. And he'll be calling me later today, and I'm sure the topic will hit music very quickly. We got Punk rock hit us like a bus. And there's one record store that seemed to have all the records, and that was Yesterday and Today. You know, Skip Groff, who produced both of our first records. And we would go out there like every Sunday and look at the records. We had this punk rock book which is shown in the Fanatic book by Caroline Kuhn, 1988, The Punk Rock Explosion, I believe it's called. And any band that was in that book, we would look for in the record bins. This is like 1978 or so. And so we know nothing. So this book is kind of like this picture guide. And one of the bands in the book is the, is the adverts. I'm like, oh, look, they're, they're, there's the, the records. And I'm the one who had the job, so I've got my minimum wage money saved up. So Ian would buy one or two records, and I'd buy two or three records. And one of the first bands that we got on the turntable was the Adverts. And from then to now, they're still one of my favorite bands. T.V. Smith, the singer, songwriter, lyricist, he, he's still making really good, thoughtful lyrics. And I, I, I wrote the foreword to his lyric book a couple of years ago. I was honored. I mean, I, every once in a while, I'm, I'm around him, uh, or uh, Gay Advert, the bass player, and I'm almost speechless, and they're very kind of normal. Hey, Henry, how are you? I'm like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm all gooey on the inside, because they mean so much to me. And the song One Chord Wonders, 
is just about like we're this little band. What should we play for you tonight? Uh, and they're, they're just being written off by the music press as like these one chord wonders. So it's punk rock. And they wrote a song about being devalued. Oh, we're just one chord wonders. And they ended up making a lot of really good songs. But T.V. Smith kind of took in the criticism and kind of gave it right back to them. The, the British music press can be very catty. And in those days, when you're, I have a lot of old British music newspapers, and you read early reviews of The Clash, The Sex Pistols, these bar band, 70s-oriented rock critics often had no idea what to do with punk rock except put it down and laugh at it and treat it as like this kind of inconvenient stepchild who keeps uh, bugging the adults. And then they had to take it seriously. Uh, but at first, some really mean things got said about some really good records. And One Chord Wonders kind of takes uh, all that in.
the adverts from 1978 with a song called One Chord Wonders. That's the opening track from the album Crossing the Red Sea with the adverts. And they're a band that our guest Henry Rollins writes about in his new book, Stay Fanatic, Volume 1. And Henry, another artist that you talk about in the book is uh, Jeffrey Lee Pierce, who's the songwriter for The Gun Club. And we're going to play something now from their Mother Juno album, which came out in, I think, 1987. Uh, when when did you first come across these guys? I mean, I first heard the record in 1986. Black Flag had just broken up, and I went out to England to make a solo record with my old friend Chris Haskett. And we were living in his freezing flat in Leeds, England. And we were had the, the cheek enough to take a train to whoever Red Rhino was at the time and tell him about this great record that they, they're, they're going to want to distribute. We hadn't recorded anything yet. And on that day, they're actually really happy to, to hear from us. And they gave Chris and I both the... Uh, the LP and I think the cassette or the CD of Mother Juno by Gun Club. And we both loved the band. We got it back to Chris's flat and put the record on. We're just like, wow, that's really fantastic. But as, as far as uh, the actual song Breaking Hands, I'd have to look up the lyric. That's just one of those bands that has always meant a lot to me and kind of frustrated me as well because I, I just think they should have been bigger.
the album Mother Juno that was the gun club with a song called The Breaking Hands. It's another one of the artists that our guest Henry Rollins has written extensively about. And Henry, one of the bands that you also cover is Hawkwind, uh, sort of a legendary space rock outfit from the UK. And we're going to spend something now from their album A Warrior on the Edge of Time, which was one of the records I I wasn't too familiar with until I I read about them in your book. Um, what, What can you tell us about this? Yeah, it's, uh, I think, the last one with Lemmy before he went off and, uh, what did he get up to? Oh, yeah, Motorhead. <laughs> it didn't really ripple the waters much. Um, I think Lemmy did five albums with uh, Hawkwind, and they're all great. And Warrior on the Edge of Time is um, kind of the, there's a lot of Lemmy on the record. I mean, I, I think... You know, Lem took up a lot of room. I mean, just you know, a lot of personality. And that might have been what got him out of Hawkwind. Maybe too much personality, I don't know. But it's just a, of all the Hawkwind albums that Lemmy's on, or which are the ones that I pay the most attention to, uh, Do, Re, Mi, Fa, Sola, Ti, Do, and Warrior on the Edge of Time are my, my two favorites. And I, I like that Hawkwind often used uh, like spoken word interludes. And uh, there's, there's a, a bit of that on the record. Those Hawkwind records are exquisitely produced. I think Roy Thomas Baker worked on one of them. I mean, when you put them on in headphones, you're kind of amazed that this proto-stoner band could have such like uh, incredible drum sounds and all these different instruments that could all be vying for one or two frequencies and becoming quite muddled are distinct yet blended really well. And that's everything from mic placement to arrangement. But it, it was a, a, a great band that I don't think gets enough, you know, mention. And so I, I'm kind of one of those fierce Hawkwind advocates. But I, 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 sp- I was lucky. I, I spent a lot of time in my life with Lemmy here and there. And he knew I was the eternal Hawkwind fan. And he would suffer all my Hawkwind questions with... The <laughs> an amazing amount of patience for Lemmy. Uh, I was sitting next to him years ago, like the second or third to last time I ever saw him. And so I played Fasolatido this morning. He said, ah, too acoustic. You want to listen to Hall of the Mountain Grill, which I think is the album right before Warrior on the Edge of Time. All those, uh, the, the, I think the, the five Hawkwind records with Lemmy are, to me at least, fairly indispensable.
441. Hawkwind here on Athens 441, as recommended to us by Mr. Henry Rollins in his new book, Stay Fanatic, Volume 1. That was called Kings of Speed from the album Warrior on the Edge of Time. Uh, Henry did promise that there was a Volume 2 already in the works. So if you're out there in Los Angeles and see Henry riding in some late-night coffee shop, please don't disturb him so that he can get that finished. Um, volume One's a great book. I uh, want to thank Henry again for taking the time to speak with us. You can find out more about that and all of Henry's other obsessive pursuits at henryrollins.com. Now, uh, speaking of Los Angeles, here's something brand new from Dead Lips. Carrying my 
Well, what would an episode of Athens 441 be without some sort of minor screw-up? That's not dead lips, but deep lips. The name of the song was Home Through Hell. It's a new collaboration between the Flaming Lips and the L.A. band Deep Valley. Uh, It's a new single, uh, so I assume that there's probably more coming from uh, this concoction of the two bands. Uh, We'll be sure and keep an ear out for that. Right now, though, uh, this is another song that we stole from one of Henry Rollins' recent uh, playlists. This is Cold Beat.
This is Henry at Superior Car Care, and when I'm not elbow deep in a Pontiac, I'm listening to Athens 441 on Georgia Public Broadcasting. Superior Car Care, 706-316-1400. Henry, Greg, and all the other guys over at Superior Car Care are the only people we trust to service what's known around town now as the electric tangerine. That's the hideously bright orange hybrid that we drive around the city. You can find them at 110 Florence Drive in Athens, Georgia. Now, uh, before that, you heard a song called Prism from Cold Beat. New single from them. They are from San Francisco, and they've got a new album coming out soon, very soon, called Mother. ColdBeatSF.BandCamp.com is where you can check that out again online. And don't forget that you can check us out online at all the usual places, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, where the handle is still Athens441, Athens441. And if you want to get a link to the podcast version of the show or see any of our playlists, Athens441.org is the place for that. And for the hardcore listeners amongst you, you can visit our Patreon page at patreon.com slash Athens441 for more about the show. Uh, I'm Joe Silva. Thanks for listening. I'm going to leave you this week with something from the band with the unspeakable name, Holy F dot dot dot. I'll let you figure out the rest. Uh, got a new record out there called Deleter. And this track, which opens up the album, features none other than Alexis Taylor from the band Hot Chip. This is called Lux. Thank you.
Athens 441 is a QRM production produced in Athens, Georgia for Georgia Public Broadcasting. Production facilities provided by WUGA. Our theme music is by Elf Power. To get in touch with us here at the program, visit us online at athens441.org.